It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, the podcast, the day before Thanksgiving. What you should probably do. After you listen to this, listen to a bunch more on your ride from wherever you're going. Ooh, good and, idea. And uh, Al and I will try to entertain you. Al, what's up? I like. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, I love that idea, Jerry. Introduce someone in your family to the podcast. We could yes. always use one more listener. I couldn't agree with you more. Right? Could Jerry, not did you more. hear the uh, John Minko phone call into the radio I did. station? I what did. did you think of it? Uh, we called Minko. Uh, and he was talking to us about retirement, and he seemed somewhat sad about it. He said it was harder than he imagined it would be. He said he sometimes walks to the train station that he always walked to to take the train to work, watches some trains, and then goes back home. Do you, how do you, Did you see that as a sad thing or no? Yeah, it's everything that I think most people are aware of or not aware of that happens to many, and... You know, I think if you don't have a game plan, I think you're screwed. And you're going to just live a very boring, sad life, a depressed life. I do agree with that, especially when you're young enough to where you think you can still be working. What I will never understand is, and I have people in my family like this, people that get to that retirement-type age, they'll complain that they're bored or be depressed and yet won't go out and just take a, just a job just to do something. Yeah, like a part-time job in something that they like. Go work in the paint department at Lowe's or Home Depot. Why not? Right. Like, do something. Like, for me, and I've told you this many times, I've thought about this. I always always hoped to retire in my mid-50s. That's not going to happen, but that was always my hope. If I could kind of be 10 years ahead of the curve to really do it when you really felt still young and, you know, vibrant. You know, I don't want to be 75 retiring. I wanted to retire earlier. And I had the whole thing in my head. I really did. Wake up, go play golf, have some lunch, hit some golf balls, go home, enjoy your evening. And and for me, like I love the game. Even if my back bothers me, I can still get through rounds with golf carts. I can certainly do it. And to me, I got something to look forward to every single day. And then nights with the family or the wife, weekends are for family, and it's like a job. I don't, yeah, you, you know, if you, you don't have to do that, I don't know what schedule. you do. Yeah. I, I, the schedule's huge for people. Without one, I don't know. I And I'm not the type. I think it depends on the person, too. If you are the type that can sit around, watch Netflix, and be happy just scheduling your dinner and, like, that's it, Good. that's great. That's not me. I hate watching TV. I find it a waste of time. And if I'm not actively doing something, I feel like I've wasted the day. So, like, yesterday, for instance... Everything with the Cowboys got canceled. So I had a few things scheduled mid-afternoon. So I, my plan was to go home, take a little nap, and then I had all my Cowboy work I was going to do. And I figured by the time I was done, it would be 3.30. Okay, at that time, maybe I'll go pitch to my son in the batting cage for a half hour, an hour. 
dinner at 5.30, and oh, I watch TV for a half hour and then kind of wrap things up. When the Cowboy stuff got canceled, I said, uh, I, I sat down. I'm like, well, I'm not doing this all day. Like, it's just boring. So I'm like, you know what? I went up to the attic and I took all the Christmas lights down. I'm like, I got to do something. Right. So could you imagine now if you didn't have anything to do ever, every day is what? You're just, you're just living to die? Yeah, you got to come up with uh, hobbies. Yes. Physical activity. Something. A schedule. You need to plan you need something. Schedule. You need to go, I'm going to get up at this time every day. I'm going to have my coffee. I'm going to read the news. Yeah. Join then a gym. Then I'm going to go to the gym. Then I'm going to have a little lunch. That's what I like where, so the guy I do Rutgers basketball games with, his name is Joe Boylan. I think he just turned 82. One of the nicest men you will ever meet in your life. I and met him. Very and, nice fella. Oh, that's right. He came in. I forgot he about did, that. yeah. So he lives down in Cape May, which is amazing to me. He still drives up to, to Rutgers to do these games. but And he what he's done is exactly what you've done, you know, 30 years prior. Um, and I love it. He lives by the beach. So even when he doesn't have anything to do, he's in a beach town. He goes, he takes his walks, you know, on the sand. At least it's something. If you just live, like, in a, a regular suburban area, what like what's the plan? Go to Target once in a while? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I always imagined if I didn't have my own coffee shop when I retire, I will. I would go work at a coffee shop. You have to. Seems relaxing. All right, well, Smells whether it's good. relaxing or not, it gives you it gives you a purpose. I'll take the early morning shift. Yeah. Be done by. Or go work in a bakery. Oh, bakery. Yeah, bakery's good too. Mm. So yeah, I, I was nice I also. was I was saddened by it, but I'm not surprised by it. Right. So you can go back and listen to that. It'll be on our po- on the Boomer and Geo podcast. We checked in with John Minka. Yeah, if you're doing well and you want to depress yourself, well, listen to that. Yeah, if you want to feel sad, I, I some some people, and I think I'm one of them. I like to sometimes feel sad around the holidays. Why? I don't know. There's enough sadness in your life. You want to ruin the holidays with that? Like I like to watch planes, trains, and automobiles, and it's really a sad movie because the John Candy character doesn't have anybody in his life. Okay. And we don't find that out till the end. Right. And that's kind of sad. I kind of like feeling a little sadness. I don't. And then happiness. I have no interest in sadness. So you will not be watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No. Although a hilarious movie as well. Yeah, no, I'll pass. pass I'll never forget. I always tell you, like, I like to watch movies that make me laugh. Yes, you do. Two movies that we went to in the theater. And I remember getting in the car saying, why the hell did we just go watch that? <laughs> this was, is after you, you got back in the car after the movie was over, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, and I only say it because I, I was very aware of the historical references. We studied it in high school and in, and even in college. Um, and it, I, mean, I guess you could say the footage was eye-opening for sure, but it was also what I knew and expected. So nothing really surprised me, sadly. What, Schindler's List and the JFK movie with Kevin Costner. You went to go see Schindler's List, and you're normally a comedy guy. We we did because I we were I remember we were studying and we were we studied in college, and I just thought it was one of those films you should go watch. Yeah, and I remember getting out. I'm like, I, you know what? I didn't like. I knew it. I studied it. I didn't need to see it like that. Yeah. And I was depressed for a week. I've not seen that film. Yeah, it's it is it's brutal, man. It's everything you and that's my point. It's everything you think it is, right? And in some cases, probably worse. But we had studied it so much that I don't know. Like I didn't need to see it. I I know what it was. 
And I remember I was so depressed walking out that day. And then the JFK one, I was just bored to tears. It was a long movie. Oh, it didn't depress me. It was just boring. And that's I think those two are where I said, you know what? From now on, comedies. That changed your life around. You said, from now on, I'm going to laugh. at. I'm going to laugh with life, not cry with life. I agree with that. Make me laugh. Make me laugh. Make me laugh. I keep seeing this, and it happened after uh, Halloween, but now I see it's continuing to happen. And this is the idea of uh, taking your extra Halloween candy and uh, candy that you'll get around the holidays and sending it to the troops. This is a thing that's been going around. I saw another story. Yeah, and although I'm sure the troops uh, would love a Kit Kat bar, I don't know that we should be sending the troops a whole lot of candy because isn't that not healthy? And I want healthy troops. Uh, I would think it's not the best thing. (laughs) Unless Unless the candy gets so spread out that it's only like, you know, each person gets a candy bar. Right, but if you're telling me each person in the troops is getting like a a cabinet full of candy, I'd be like, "What? Do I, I don't want to be sending the troops candy. I yeah, want our troops in tip top shape. Let's get them protein bars and yeah, and boar's head turkey. <laughs> yeah, and nothing, yeah. nothing but protein, Jerry. Well, I do know, like when you go to Walgreens, sometimes yeah. maybe this time of year they do it. I don't know if they have been recently, but in the past they would say, you know, buy a buy an item to send the troops. So it's a little different because you're not bringing them your candy, but you would buy something in Walgreens, and they would put together the care packets, okay. and they would have the suggestions, and the suggestions would be exactly what you're talking about. You know, buy them a Twix. <laughs> it's like the troops love gummy bears. How is this going to help? Right. So yeah, I'm with you. I know what you're saying. That's funny. And every once in a while, I would see it with uh, like my nieces when they would sell Girl Scout cookies. Okay. They would say, uh, "Did you want to send some to the troops?" And I'd be like, "Yes, I, I, I don't." For some reason, I saw that different than candy, because Girl Scouts seemed very American, right? You know what I mean? And like here, you get a box. I also I didn't a think box. like I also didn't think each troop member would be getting you know like twelve boxes of Thin Mints. I saw that as like a a treat, like like we were sending the troops, and like, oh, imagine you're. In the military, and you get a you get one box of Thin Mints. That'd be awesome. That would you know what? Right, you're sitting there in Afghanistan, and uh, yes. Girl Scout cookies show up. Oh my goodness! Do you think you, could, was like, you think you could sell them? Oh yeah, I bet you. I bet you you could sell them. <laughs> but if you if you have a whole big thing of like cheap candy showed up, that's no good because you'll eat it because it's there. But something wholesome like Girl Scout cookies, Jerry, that would be nice to get as the troops. How many calories do you think are in uh, Thin Mints? A sleeve of Thin Mints, probably yeah. not great. Why did I say a sleeve? Oh, I said just like, a thin mint. Well, well, I would say, see, to me, anytime I and I don't have cookies often, oh, although I'm cookies. I'm not gonna lie, lately I've had more than normal. I would What's say your th- go-to. Yeah, I've had I would say three days in the last nine or ten, I've had four cookies after dinner, and I don't do that. What's often. the type of cookies? Uh, it's either a Chips Ahoy, mm-hmm. or it's the. Um, the 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 ones with the chocolate in the middle of them the uh, the Stelladoros, oh yeah, love those. Oh yeah, Jerry. So and it's that like, usually it looks like a, her, a melted Hershey kiss in the middle. Awesome, but that usually will end up costing you between two hundred and fifty and three hundred calories for the four cookies. Mm. So Thin Mints for four cookies, this is not terrible. I got to tell you, I might have to change. One hundred and sixty-one calories for four cookies. Perfect. 
That's really good. But you could easily put away a sleeve of Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you have a sleeve, now you're having 700 calories. Yeah, but if I'm cooking. a troop, if I'm a uh, troop dude in Afghanistan, man, a I'm troop burning dude? calories. You mean a soldier? I'm a soldier. I'm burning calories, man. Yeah, well, that's true, too. That's fair. Right. It's like the athletes that go to McDonald's 17 times a day. Yeah. They're ripping through so many calories with their daily routine. What difference does it make? I always bring it back to that Chad Ochocinco. Uh, yeah. And the uh, training hard knocks training camp. That dude was going through the McDonald's drive through three meals a day, and he had ripped abs. You He's can afford it, it when you are burning that many calories. You can afford it. Like you. Yeah. You can have your half of, uh, what is it, a Kit Kat bar. You yeah. can have a half of a stick. <laughs> oh, you're a nutrition guy. Let me throw two scenarios at you. Not recently. And, and I, I've, I haven't figured it out, but, okay, so here's my – Here's what I was doing, right? For lunch, I was having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on um, whole wheat, like on a multi grain whole wheat bread. All right. It was uh, good peanut butter. It wasn't the cheapo peanut butter, but it, it it's not super healthy peanut okay. butter. It's middle of the road. And a, uh, some jelly spread, which was probably not great either. And then I was having a legitimately half a bag of Tostitos. <laughs> now, I started to decide, you know what, I'm not going to have the Tostitos in the house because if I do, I will eat half the bag at a sitting. Right. So instead I made two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Which do you think is worse, the two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or the one peanut butter and jelly and a half a bag of Tostitos? That's a question, question. I think you're, oh, boy. I'd love to hear from the audience as well, Jerry, on Twitter. I think because of what your diet is, I don't think it matters, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Pretty but equal, you think? For the random person. Well, I yeah. mean, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich has still got to be with the two pieces of bread, the sugar and the jelly, and then the peanut butter. You're still looking at 400-plus calories for the sandwich. For one sandwich. You have to be. Absolutely. Damn. Because the peanut butter is going to be 200 and 280 if if you just do a serving, let alone do more, and the way I've seen you eat peanut butter on a protein bar, <laughs> I mean, good lord, I can only imagine what you put on your sandwich. No, no, it's not, I'm not crazy, but it's you know. But all right, at something. least but at least a serving is going to be 280 calories. That's one. Right. Your two pieces of bread are at least another 200 calories, 100 each, for two yeah, slices think, of bread. Yeah, Although it's, right. I think it's more. I actually think it's more. Now it's better bread. Right. So you're talking the two sandwiches is well over a thousand calories. Wow! And a lot of sugar, and I'm, st- with, and I'm still hungry. Yeah, and a lot of sugar with the jelly. Now you have the one sandwich and the cow. Ca- I bet you it's less calories with the bag of chips. Really? And less sugar. I yeah. Well, how many? I, we've done this before. Yeah. What's the calorie count in Tostitos? Oh, it's it's a lot. Because it's, how many it's a lot when you eat bag. Ha- there's like eight servings in a bag, and I'm eating four of them in one sitting. So four hundred and forty per ca- per serving. Yeah. So uh, it, so it's the yeah. same. Wow. Because it's you're eating about five hundred calories of Tostitos, <laughs> and you're having a five hundred calorie sandwich, or you could just have another five hundred calorie sandwich. But I'll tell you this: there's more nutrition in the sandwich, but right. less sugar with the Tostitos. Right. Look at this, Jerry. We're trading off things. We are breaking this crap down. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes. That pretty, is awesome. All right, Jerry, funny. listen, we're well, out on that note. Enjoy your today. turkey and your yeah, stuffing and all that crap. Thanksgiving and sweet potatoes and all that stuff. I've got to figure out where I'm going to get a pumpkin pie and something chocolate. Today. I told you delicious orchards or Dearborn. Yeah. 
those are farther away for me now. I was thinking, I was considering going Whole Foods or Wegmans. Whole Foods is good. So is yeah, Wegmans. Whole Foods is good too. So I'm gonna. Get I would go there now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I walk the dog, stuff a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, maybe two or Jesus, chips you're down not my get there face. Before noon. I know. It's gonna be packed. I know. I know it. Damn it, Jerry. Have fun. I'm Damn working it. Friday. You enjoy your long weekend. All right, Jerry, you enjoy uh, your program with Kim Jones. I'll look forward to that and tune you guys in. I will talk to you later. Enjoy your holiday. See What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. There we go. It's 5.03. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Very exciting day. Today felt like a Thursday. Today feels like a Friday, though, for me. I will be back in on Friday, although it is college basketball start of the season. Now, I care. This guy doesn't. He's in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, down the Jersey Shore. He's going to go swimming after the show, from what I hear. His name is Albert Jonathan Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. Polar plunge for me today. Jim, jumping right into the ocean. Nude. Cleanse myself for the what I call the New Year, Thanksgiving. Oh, there I like that. Okay. Which is really the best uh, holiday of all because, one, you don't have to bring, uh, you don't have to buy gifts. You know what I mean, Jerry? Like, And then there's no awkward unwrapping of gifts or giving of gifts where you could tell someone doesn't like the gift you well, bought them. When you go to uh, Barbecue Memorial Day, you don't bring a gift. You don't bring a gift. That's true. But Thanksgiving has everything, Jerry. It's got family. It's got close to, like, it's the kickoff of the Christmas season. It has football. Memorial Day has the kickoff to summer. That's good. That is good. Memorial Day That's is good. That's my favorite weekend. It really is. Memorial Day Memorial weekend. Memorial Day weekend. I, I'm with you on Thanksgiving. I happen to enjoy the hell out of it, too, but it's second for me. Memorial Day weekend is by far the yeah, best weekend you for me. got the whole summer in front of you. Yes. You got yeah. life, Jerry. Life. Yes. You know, energy. Energy. Life. I agree. But I do Women like in bikinis running around the beach. Uh, if not that weekend, maybe the following weekend, yes. Men showing off their areas uh, like a Greg Norman running on the beach with dogs. There you go. Were you doing that yesterday, showing off I was your not. area with your dog? I, no, it, my area does not show through no matter what I wear. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. My sister did tell me, though. She said, because I'm going to go to my sister's tomorrow. She goes, can you bring a pumpkin pie? Oh, and something?" Cho- okay, now where am I getting that today? Now I, that means i got to go out to the store today. You can go to Old Orchard in Cold Snack, or you can go to Dearborn Farms in Homedale. Delicious orchards or old oh, orchards? I'm sorry, old Delici- orchards. The golf course in yeah, Eatontown. This is the problem orchard. now. Today, every store is going to be. Oh yeah, no, you're screwed. Like a you're- knockdown, drag out fist fight. It's too late. And if I couldn't get it yesterday or two days ago. Be stale by then. No, you could have. No, you could have. Yeah, I, I would. So. I would say yesterday you could have. Yes. Matter of fact, but I didn't. Most places were really stocked yesterday. Yeah, and packed. Yes, because for the sheep that go out today, like everybody else, Ugh. you're going to be fighting lines and mean people. So good luck with that. Have fun. Does Walgreens have pumpkin pie that I could stop by and no, get? No, but they might like have convenient. An, you can bring an Entenmann's crumb cake. Oh. They might have that. Ooh, that's not a, right. Or, or something chocolate means that Entenmann's cake with the icing on it. And let's be honest. If that's you show awesome. up at your sister's house with that and you say they were out of 
apple pie, but I right. brought this lovely crumb cake. Intamins. She'll be thrilled. That's true. Plus, my family expects so little of me when it comes to showing up at family events. Like, other people will bring, like, someone will stay up all night cooking uh, the turkey. Someone will make a ham. Someone will make yams with marshmallows. And, like, if I show up with an Intamin's crumb cake, you're right. They'll be like, hey, she came with something. You'd be a hero. You really really want to stun them. You show up with the crumb cake and a bottle of red wine. Or what I do... They're kind of red wine snobs. So uh, buy a nice uh, bottle. You I mean you got Bitcoin? You're up like four grand. Let's go. <laughs> I do have Bitcoin, Jerry. I could not get in on the Bitcoin, so I got in on weed yesterday. Weed? You bought bought into some weed? Uh, <laughs> I did. Stocks I had a very good first day too. I must say. of weed. Yeah. Nice cannabis. Cannabis stocks <laughs> went up yeah, four dollars a share yesterday. Yeah, I dipped a little into the cannabis stocks as well, Jerry. You yeah. got to, uh, you know, you got to go. Diversify, that's what they say. I could do this, too. If I buy an Intamin's crumb cake, I could take it out of the box and put it on my own plate, make it look like I baked a crumb cake. No, you can't. Boom. You can't. Booyah. does not work. Now, Booyah. there's a big difference between an Intamin's crumb cake and one that someone uh, someone actually That's yeah. like bringing Chips Ahoy and saying, I made these myself. No, you right. didn't. Right. But if I, make, if I do the Intamin's crumb cake, cut it up and put it. In, no, sloppy. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's not, let's not screw this up. I just gave you a good out to not have to go stand in line for a, an apple pie or a, what kind of pie? Pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie and something chocolate. By the way, who likes a pumpkin pie? Oh, I love pumpkin pie. Do you really? Oh, yeah. That's all I'll be eating on Thanksgiving. Ugh. I love pumpkin pie with a little whipped cream. Ugh. Delicious. Also, this is also the time of year. I don't know if you're the person who generally gets the mail in your house, Jerry, or if your wife or your kids pick it do. up. This is the ye- the part of the year where your mailbox is jam-packed with catalogs. Who gets catalogs anymore? My, I, I get nothing but catalogs. From who? Sharper Image, L.L. Bean, The Company Store. Yeah, I get none of those. Oh my I get gosh. Costco once a month. That's it. Hammaker Schlemmer. I get Hammaker s- Schlemmer? Yeah. I and know, I've just I moved those. here. So they know, I, they know I moved. They found me. They, they found, found me, me Jerry. I don't know how, but they found me. Run so, for it, Marty! So now every time I go to... from? Back to the Future. Look at you. So now every time I go to the mailbox, filled. But luckily I recycle, Jerry, so no need to worry. No need to fret about the environment and I all my fretting. catalogs. I had no fret. Hmm. I got no catalogs, no fret. This is also the only time of year where it's cool to watch the Detroit Lions. Except, uh, well, yes and no. It's cool to actually be excited that there's a football game coming on at 1230. Yes. It's cool that there's going to be a nice Thanksgiving Day theme to it, and you probably mm-hmm. have good announcers. Right. The problem is after about seven or eight minutes of the game, you realize yep. you're watching the Detroit Lions. and Versus Houston Texans tomorrow. I mean, that is a weirdo <laughs> matchup. Say, there's two bad matchups you don't want. Lions, Texans, or Lions, Bears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo. I do feel like we used to get Lions, Bears a lot on Thanksgiving. Oh God. Yep. Lions, Bears, Lions, Packers, and then the Cowboys a lot. So there are years when the Cowboys get like Washington. Then there are other years where they get some rando like Miami Dolphins, like out of the division. Yeah, type. but the I Dolphins like, won in the snow many many yes. years ago. I prefer the the random. Like I hate and I hate a division game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know, but because it feels like you're wasting a good Sunday. Yes, I'm wasting a good Sunday. Yeah, I, you're right. I also don't care for the weird game, though, either. 
which you know, is like, normally like I the, want the Cowboys Bengals on Thanksgiving. <laughs> See, I like that. No, that doesn't do anything <laughs> for me. I don't. I don't care for that. So you have Texans Lions the twelve thirty. You have Washington Dallas four thirty, and then the night time when everyone's asleep uh, from the turkey and their booze. Ravens at Steelers. Yeah, that's always a tough one for me to watch. Yeah, the late game always tough. I remember driving to Syracuse one Thanksgiving night because Columbia was playing there. I want to say on the Saturday. I don't remember exactly when, but I had to drive to Syracuse on Thanksgiving night several years ago, and the Giants played the Broncos, I think, Yes, on Thanksgiving night. And I remember listening to the entire game on the radio, and I think it's the only Thanksgiving night game I was ever with from start to finish. It's because I was in the car listening to Bob Popper. Bob Popper. I have a very hard time listening to football on the radio. Like my mind. We do games on the radio. I don't understand it, but my mind wanders. But your mind wanders during most things. Yeah, but I guess visually when I can still see it, like I have to really concentrate. I'm like, okay, Cowboys have the football. I'm in the car. Let me really think and hear what's going on and visualize. That's where a good radio guy paints the picture for you. Maybe I just listen to a lot of bad radio guys. I'm not, I'm not commenting on that. I'm just telling you a good radio guy will paint the picture for you. Right. Down in distance, time, what part of the field they're on, I what liked, direction uh, they're going. When I was in the Tampa market, Jerry, getting my feet wet in sports radio, uh, Gene Deckerhoff, who does the Florida State games and who does the Buccaneer games. Here's the I like him. with Gene Deckerhoff, though. He's very good. And I actually was going to play one yesterday, but I didn't want to get into it. Because we were so short on time every damn hour. Yeah, they ripped you off, stole he, all your update time. Oh, uh, whatever. He actually talks too fast sometimes. We move right to left. Yeah, but he's like he stumbles on himself because he's trying to really speak too quickly. There was the one play, I, I want to say it was the, I forget who scored the touchdown, where he dove over the player to get into the end zone. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was calling it before it happened. Mike Evans? Might have been. I don't remember. I'll see if I can find the highlight. I'll play it later at some point. I'll show you what I'm talking about. I'll let you hear what I'm talking about. We move right to left. There was a time when um, when I was working in the Tampa Sports Radio where there was not two sports stations in every town in the entire country. There, there were not that many sports stations. So you could randomly call dudes up to get them on the air. And uh, since Gene Deckerhoff did Florida State and the Buccaneers, uh, we used to call a, uh, a a local bar that where Gene lived and we would we would call him, he'd be at the bar, and we would uh, book him that way, at the bar. Nice. We'd call the bar and say, could you put Gene on the phone? It's a different time, isn't it? Buccaneer football. Different time. Different time. Did Jerry. you ever do the hotel bingo thing? Oh, yes. That was fun back in the day. That used to be great because you'd get the black book from the NFL yes. that told you what hotels teams used. Well, and all the sports. They all, they all had a media book, so they yeah. would all tell you exactly what hotels the team stayed in in each city. We used to use it a lot to, for hotel bingo. We would do like if, um, especially like during the off season or something, if we knew someone was in Tampa visiting the Bucks, like a, a top wide receiver or top quarterback, and we'd call then to get them on. Yeah, absolutely. And it would, cool. you would stun them. <laughs> right. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike, how you doing? It's so-and-so from WFAN. Hey. You got a couple minutes for uh, Jody Mack? 
We'll put your uh, right on right now. Uh, no way. We'll put your right on. Uh, yeah, okay. Real quick. Two seconds. I just want to ask you a real quick question. 15 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> and the host is so excited that you actually oh did the gosh, work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They yes. don't realize that you basically, you know, bamboozled the guy to come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my friend a- Whitney, who is the, uh, he was the executive producer. Down, he used to get so excited when he got a hotel bingo and one came through, a player yeah. came through. Because you were probably, a, you were probably running at a one in 10 success rate. Right. You're like a salesman. So once you actually got the guy on, you'd be fired up. But that's also how I screwed up the whole Ron Artest thing with, with Joe. I did the hotel bingo, put him on, and then realized it was Ron Artest Sr., his dad, and not him. <laughs> and that was a little embarrassing. <laughs> but what can you do? These things yeah. happen. Right. The, this this is what happens in producing, Jerry. Still not a bad get. I mean, his son no. was drafted, and you got his dad on. Exactly. Not terrible. Back in the day, you would have taken that as a as – a, or the sports radio guest. We used to put anybody on years ago. See, we didn't do that. We were Joe was Joe was actually relatively selective. Because uh, he's the last guy I really produce for, and the only guy. He was selective. He would, you know, if I would, I remember I'd go and, hey, I booked so and so. He'd be like, why, bro? Uh, I don't want to talk to him. Oh, uh, okay. I thought he'd be a good guest. Not interested. All right. <laughs> and it wasn't like email. Like I had to call and cancel. Yeah. And it was uh, so. We're not going to have time. We only have six hours in the overnight. <laughs> and it uh, turns out we're not going to have time for you. Oh, listen, I'll do 4 a.m. Not going to work either. Uh, He's got to yeah. talk to Short Allen Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to squeeze you in. We're, we're, maybe yeah. another day. That happened to me on more than one occasion. Yeah. that was. Those were embarrassing phone calls to that make. That is an embarrassing phone call to make. Yep. Right now, you could just text somebody. It was also a different era where people would pick up the phone. Yes. Like now, you know, if you don't know who's calling you, you don't pick that up. You know, it's funny because yesterday I I have not picked up a call where I don't have the contact in my phone. It's got to be months, if not a year, maybe longer. Yesterday, I got caught, though. I have because, you know, I have family in California. Yeah. I got about six calls from that area of California and on the sixth one, I'm like, you know, maybe it's my cousin. I don't have a new number. I picked it up. Right. Maybe they fell down a mountain and yes. they need your help. So I saw one. I'm not going to say the town, but in California, it came up. And I didn't pick it up the first few times because I have their contacts. And then I want to say it was the fifth call in like in the span of two hours. I'm like, you know, let me get this just in case. And I picked it up. I'm like, hello? And then, I'll, you know, the, the pause. We're calling about your manufacturer's warranty. Oh, yeah. come on. You know that car you had 12 years ago? We're calling yeah. about its warranty. You know what's funny about that? When I first started on the show with you guys, I bought that 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 little Chevy. You remember that one that we yep. bought that I had for three months, and I couldn't do it anymore when the girls, we were embarrassed when the girls saw us getting him. Yeah. Um, they mocked us. A love couple Chevy. Of I just, girls. this car was a small car for two adult men. It looked ridiculous. And so. Um, I still get calls about that car and like some silly window recall. Yeah. Like, I haven't had that car in 10 years and I still get contacted about that. That would suck to have that job calling people about their extended car warranties. Well, there's never like a human. another hang up. What occasion? Um, yeah, that's true. not. It's really automated now. I like the ones that tell you the when the robot voice tells you you're going to be arrested for from the IR, well, IRS. Well, uh, that never happened to me. Oh, I get the the, the computer voice going. You must call this number or you'll be rested. They say be rested, rested instead or arrested. Of, they say rested, but I know the the, the robot means arrested. Did, did you talk back to the computer and tell no. him you, you don't break laws? You solve crime? You don't I'm make... a crime solver, not a crime I'm doer. I'm a crime stopper. I'm a crime stopper. Yep. Adam Thielen, Jerry. He tests positive for corona, then tests negative for corona. What 
what in the hell <laughs> is going on? I, I don't know, man. These corona tests, they don't know. These COVID tests, I don't clueless. Know. I know my brother- a shot in the dark. My brother had COVID back in June. Um, got through it. It was tough. It wasn't easy, but he got through it. Um, and then he tested positive again like six or seven weeks later to where he said, oh, hell no. There's no chance I'm positive again. Went and got another test negative. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But and these are uh, NFL players. They have tests. They're stepping on tests. They have so many of them in the I, uh, multiple in the locker times rooms. a week. Yeah, right. But a regular person right. is going to get a test, and if they're positive or negative, they're not going to go get another test. They're going to go by what that test says. Right? Have you seen the lines to 50, get tested 50. lately? I have. And the lines take hours. Could you? And there yeah. was one I saw on the news the other day when it was cold last weekend. The one day, and people are online for four hours. Yes. You got to be out of your mind. Could you and you're right, you get a false negative or a false positive or whatever you want to call it. That sucks. Right, whatever you get, it's not worth anything. Right. Cuz it's 50-50 at best. Well, I don't know if I it's mean, 50-50, but it's not 100%. That's for damn sure. That way. I mean, know. there's no way Adam Thielen made that catch last Sunday with COVID. That's how I would have just said, "You, I saw you make that awesome catch. You don't have COVID." That was, that was a great. COVID catch. patient does not make a catch like that. I did enjoy that catch. That was pretty good. It was a good catch. It's a good catch. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> 519. <laughs> We're coming right back. We're just getting started. It's the warm-up show. It's a warm-up show on a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Boomer and Geo at 6 on FM. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry. Now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 25 after 5, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It is great to have you with us. I'm not sure how many of you are off or if you're going into work or working from home. Some of us are here, some are not. But it is still a holiday week, and that's kind of cool. Al Dukes, what else you got? Somebody gave me a great idea. They said uh, you can go to like you, one of those apps that deliver things uh, to you and just order a pumpkin pie there. Have somebody go that. go grab it for me. You're just going to pay a little bit more money, but you could definitely do I that. I don't mind that. Convenience. I don't mind convenience no, do over running into a lot of people and having people fist fight me over a pumpkin pie or a well, cabbage patch kid or something. Fist fight. If you go to Delicious Orchards, I think they have it actually very organized. There's going to be a lot of people there. Actually, they yeah, I went uh, a year or two ago to Delicious Orchards, and this was pre-coronavirus, Jerry, so the world was so different. But when you walked in, they just had people like flinging pies at you. Like, <laughs> like well, They had different people stationed at the different flavored pies, and they'd yeah. be like... Uh, you, you just walk in the store and be stunned and, be, and then go, uh, uh, apple? Whoosh, apple pie in your face. <laughs> it's very well done right there. <laughs> it was very, it was just like boom, 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 boom. And those places, unlike regular, any of the like, local places like that, they actually have full cashiers rolling, you yeah, know, as do. opposed to when you go to the supermarket and there's 22 lines and you only know, three of them are open. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, I had Jerry. To go, I'm not, not going to say which store. It's not, there's oh. no point to do it. Mm. But I'll just say... A large box hardware store. A box store. hardware store. Oh, okay. Say? Yeah, that's fair. You it's can, one of two places. Well, one of three. There's a third three. one. Yeah, there's a third one. Um, actually, now by me, there's a fourth one, but whatever. So I went in yesterday because I'm doing the Christmas. I did the Christmas lights. 
And I had a busy day that got, it's a long story, but I kind of got freed up a little bit more than I expected. I'm like, you know what? Let me get some Christmas lights done. So I go out with my son and I realize I ain't got all the extension cords. I need to do this the right way. So I made a list and I went to the store. Do you know the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which I think is a relatively busy day. It's not Black Friday. I get it. But people are It's busy. It's busy, Jerry. They had one cashier and they have four of the self-help checkouts. One wasn't working. The line to get out of this place was insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost walked right out, but as I walked in, I also heard them scrambling saying, oh my God, there's too many people online. Get some people up there to help, which they did, but that's not, I mean, staff you staff the front end, will you? Everyone to the registers, everyone uh, to the registers. To the bat cave, yes. Really silly, really silly. I don't like when they do, like, let's say you're in line. What do you think of this? This happens at supermarkets sometimes. You're in line, and then a new register I'll opens up. I'll take the next customer. And the clown behind you yes, runs. Yes, that happens. You are after me. Well, I am one that Chucks. I never leave. I just I'm where I am. I, I have paid. There was a good one the other day. This was awesome. We, like you don't want to leave and then realize you were yes. in the correct line. So Kim and I were at Costco last week. This was tremendous. Now we went at like six thirty in the evening because as busy as Costco is, if you go late in the day, it's quieter. It just is. And so we get up to the line. I re- really I was in no rush, and they had like seven lines open. So we go to the one, one woman's waiting, and another's being taken care of. And the woman in front of us is throwing like a little hissy fit. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on because she's next. Well, long story short, the person that was online trying to check out, her debit card was being, or credit card was being declined. So she was having a little bit of an issue. So whatever, I don't care. Kim's getting a kick out of watching this woman in front of us throw the hissy fit to where finally she says to the cashier, can you put my stuff back in the cart? I ain't got all day. Sure. So he puts all the stuff back in the cart. She moves three lines down where she was like second in line. Right as that happened and right as she got online, the cart went through. We stepped up. We got out. And as we were leaving, she hadn't moved on her line. Yeah, that's the part. You're right. It's like changing lanes on the highway. Just have some patience. God. And then stay I, where you are. You know, and that's another thing. I'm driving in today, and you'll get back into this flow Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday mm. or whenever, or in 2021, whenever. 2021. Let's look at it that way. That's fine. Start January 2nd or 3rd. Whatever. I, whatever works for you is good for me. I like to be gone uh, home a year. So what about March so 20th? March 2021. We'll see you in March. So I'm I'm getting on the Gowanus today. Gowanus? Yeah, the Gowanus. Gowanus. And there's a tractor trailer that is literally in the middle of both lanes. So. I'm, look, I'm trying to get around them because he's in both lanes doing 35 miles an hour on top of it. And then finally a third lane opens up, so I go around him in the third lane. As I pass this jackass, he starts honking and flashing me high beams. He's the one in two lanes doing 35 f- miles an hour. Flip him the bird. No, I don't do that. I just kept. I just keep going. Here's the bird. Forever. Never saw him again. Here's the bird for you. No, because, you know, here's why you don't do that. That's why the that's stupid. You, you don't know who's carrying something or who's going to come chase you. I'm good. Right. I just want to get to work. That's all. I'm going to be left alone. I just right, want to be left alone. Al. You just want to be left alone. Uh, Jerry, this is going to be a controversial topic, but uh, the uh, list of Pro Football Hall of Fame semifinalists came out. Peyton Manning, your thoughts? Mm, I'm not sure. Is he a Hall of Famer? <laughs> Let's debate. But that, but that's a Taking great way calls. to start, though. Here's how you know he's a Hall of Famer. There's no it, debate. Exactly. The, There's it, no questioning it. This is, to me, like the C.D. Lamb catch the other day. It's like when you say a great player is a great player but not a Hall of Famer, they get insulted. You're a great player. 
but you're not a Hall of Famer. That was a great mm-hmm. catch the other day. It wasn't the best catch of all time. It's the same so you, thing. So you got Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, and Calvin Johnson are three of the new the new guys that I got on the list. Three locks right there. Three locks. I would think so. Even though Calvin Johnson never won diddly poo. Doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Like honestly. You don't care. Lot. No. That they didn't win a Super There's f- how many guys it take to win a Super Bowl? 53 men on a roster. 53 guys. Uh, no, I I cannot. To me, that that's about as dumb a comment or thought as a pitcher not having a good win-loss win, uh, win record. It's, it's ridiculous. It's meaningless to you. A pitcher can go, I mean, look at Jacob deGrom. You throw to an ERA of two. Are you not a great pitcher because your team yes. stinks? Of course you're a great pitcher. Just and your team stinks. Well, you know, he didn't win many games. Well, not his fault. How about this? The crappy lineup hits the ball and gives him some run support. He can't do it all. Right. As Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, said, he can't catch the ball as well as throw can't the ball. You can be – let me ask you this. How many Super Bowls uh, Dan Marino win? Zero. Should we take him out of the Hall of Fame? I would. Right. Yeah. Grab the bust. <laughs> no, Grab that curly-headed bust and throw it right no, out the you're window. you're not doing that, you jackass. <laughs> By the way, can we save that clip for the next time Dan comes on? (laughs) (laughs) I "I don't know who that is, Dan. Uh, During the uh, Monday Night Football game, Jerry, during the Tom Brady loss to the Rams, uh, he called out an audible called Red Panties. Nice. Who on, so who on the Rams is wearing red panties? I don't know, but Red Panties was, was the audible. So what do you make out of this? I'm not sure. What I thought about it, though, was that panties is one of those words that most women cringe when a man says panties. They do? Yeah. Women do not like men to say panties. Why? I don't know. It's just something creepy about a man saying panties. I don't like when a man says he's wearing panties, but whatever. I, I don't... I, I will I will ask my lady friends this weekend if I okay. see any of them. I probably won't. Say... But. Just try to... Just drop the word panties and see if they go, ew, don't say that. I will do that. That's what happens. Women do not like men saying panties. And Unless probably think, it's, it's a hunk of a guy. Then they, they all rules are out the window. So is Tom Brady trying to, you know, take off women all over the country? Or turn women on because he's Tom Brady. He's attractive. Well, he's an said, athlete. You just said they think it's most, disgusting. How's most men. On? Most men. And unless you are like a Tom Brady, an A-Rod, like a, a very attractive you athletic You ever dropped that man. line in a bar when you were faking smoking? <laughs> Panties. Trying to pick up a chick. <laughs> you girls wearing panties. <laughs> I'm sorry. These cigarettes are getting to me. Did you ever inhale by mistake and almost choke? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I would inhale because it would give me a buzz because I was not a smoker. Oh, you did? I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. No, I was. I, I, I smoked properly when I did smoke wow. in bars. And you never got hooked. No, that's amazing. Probably because the next, well, probably because the combination of alcohol and many cigarettes in one night, as opposed to over the the next morning, I'd wake up swearing I was never going to have another cigarette or beer or vodka in my life. Well, it's like everybody that drinks too much the next day. Just right? Like, Just get me through this. I promise, never again. Yeah. I'll eat right. grilled chicken the rest of my life and broccoli. <laughs> Well, actually, that's what you do. You've made good on that promise. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a friend of mine who swears that when he drinks, if he chews tobacco before he leaves, it completely sobers him up. Really? And and not addicted at all because he only does it when he drinks. Yeah. I don't buy it, but, I mean, he swears by it. 
So if anybody else is out there, call me, 877-337-6666. I'd love to know. And women, if you don't like when men say panties, call us. 877-337-6666. We've got to take a quick break. Oh. It's 535. Oh. we got time. We still have time. All right. we got 25 more minutes, and then Boomer and Geo at the top. We'll come back with your calls, maybe, or maybe not, here on The Fan. Mm. Let me ask you this. How many Super Bowls uh, Dan Marino win? Zero. Should we take him out of the Hall of Fame? I would. Right. Yeah. Grab the bust. <laughs> Grab that curly head bust and throw it right no, out the you're window. you're not doing that, you jackass. <laughs> By the way, can we save that clip for the next time Dan comes on? <laughs> I, like, I don't know who that is, Dan. Alan Jerry, now offering curbside delivery. There you go. We'll live on forever and ever and ever. A little production here on the warm-up show. How about yeah. that, Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, are you going to get into the Van Halen story, I guess, now? Yeah, yeah, Jerry. I figured you would. So Wolfie Van Halen, who is Eddie Van Halen's son, he's got a new uh, album out. So he's doing some press. And he talked that uh, there was talks going on about a Van Halen reunion tour that they were going to call the Kitchen Sink. You know, it's like everything but the Kitchen Sink, that old saying, Jerry, where they were going to have David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony would be back, and Wolfie, all in the band. And that it was uh, being discussed as a thing, Jerry. So why can't they still do a tour? Well, there is no Van Halen without Eddie Van Halen. His son is there. I know, but Eddie Van Halen is is Van Halen. I understand. You follow? But his son is there, and you've got everybody else. But his son doesn't want to be doing his father's stuff. He's he's going out on his own, He Jerry. wants to do his own. All right, yeah, plus fair. Sammy Hagar said, Sammy Hagar was interviewed by our friend uh, Eddie Trunk, and he said that uh, he was all for this show, but he knew David Lee Roth would be a pain in the ass to work with. Well, we've discussed that before, yes. Uh, and he wanted, and Sammy's idea was that uh, two songs, two songs, two songs, two songs, keep switching off. So uh, Roth or Hagar would start two songs, go off for two songs, two songs. Let me guess, two they'd songs. argue over who got to finish. Exactly. Yeah. Well, or open. That's what. That's uh, and that well, was the the problem. One or the other. Right. Well, that was the problem when they um, when they went on tour together. Remember when Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth went on tour years ago? I don't. You've told me about that. I really don't They did, that. And, and and they were going to switch on and off. So one would open one night, the next night another one would open. And then Hagar said Roth started playing games or he the, the days he was supposed to open, he would show up late and keep the audience waiting so Hagar would go on. It was just like a, you know, mind games I guess, Jerry. Yeah, no, I So that's it. not happening because uh, unfortunately we lost Mr. Edward Van Halen. I, yep, I know. Very sad. I'm we will well still get Sammy Hagar, even though he's like, that dude's the best-looking 70-year-old I've ever seen. I agree. I saw that. I've seen a couple of interviews with him. He lo- And he's got the his guy's show. He's in great shape. He's also got that show where he interviews different singers. Yeah. Incredible. Like, if that's 70? Yes. Damn, man. Not and that bad. guy partied his ass off when he was I Can't Drive 55 and in no Van sense. Halen. Right. Like, how? And I'm not, He should be decrepit right now. Like, Mick Jagger. I mean, think about the stuff he has said he has done in the past. Yeah. Bob Dylan, the things he's done in the past. Keith Richards is still alive. Right. Crazy, isn't it? What the heck's going on, Jerry? All right, listen. That's why you look good at 51. Bruce Springsteen looks better now at 70 than he did at 50. Well. I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know about that, but I'll say he looks as good. Oh, oh. Which is, he said Bruce Springsteen's 70? Yeah, he's a 70. Good Lord. And what's McCartney right. now? 75, Paul McCartney? 76? Doesn't Not he? sure. He looks has old. Has to be, doesn't he? Well, because, that, because of his hair. Good thing I have hair. this open. Paul. That's because of his hair. McCartney. 78? 
When men start wow. losing testosterone, we 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 turn into but yes and no. Women. Hold on, you're right and you're wrong about that. If he cut his hair and mm-hmm. cut it like a man, he would look cut more your hair like, like a man, a man. Than like himself. Yeah, I mean, he's got the the hair looks like looks like female hair. Yeah, you got female hair, hair, Paul McCartney. And then he puts the Al Duke scarf on, and he he looks like a grandmother. <laughs> By the way, this you know, I I did another, I I recorded my video yesterday for my parlay, parlay you picks. Still, what are we doing those for? Because uh, for at this point, honestly, Gary, because they're sponsored. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We have you. a sponsor. Otherwise, I went zero and five last week. It's one of. <laughs> but anyway, I made a reference to something in it, and I go, uh, "That's like your, it's your, that's like the weird uncle who eats the turkey neck on Thanksgiving." That's you. But then Izzo, Izzo cuts to he makes a video of a, of a guy eating my neck. <laughs> so my neck is the turkey neck. How dare well, he? You, I mean, I think we have discussed this before. Admittedly, yeah. you have a turkey neck. I do have a turkey neck. Unfortunately, you, yes, you do. I mean, speaking that's... of. Uh, of eating things, Jerry. Mike Tyson, you know, he's training uh, to fight this Roy Jones Jr. And he said he lost a lot of his weight by going vegan. He lost like 100 pounds. But now that he's training for the fight, he needs meat. And he's only eating wild meat. So elk, bison. That sounds like tough meat, isn't it? Yeah. You better have strong teeth if you're eating elk and bison. I'm not eating elk or bison. You ever have a bison burger? Uh, I haven't. I've seen them Me on neither. menus. I have not had that, though. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm I'm close to trying the whole vegetarian thing. Really? I'm close. Close. Not there yet. I didn't eat meat for like a week. And you felt tired, right? I don't really remember, but I but I know I felt like I was missing something. Yeah, meat. <laughs> <laughs> That really, was it, Jerry. It wasn't like you, you felt like you were missing it. something. You were missing it. <laughs> right. Even though you eat the fish, yeah, it still didn't. See, because I don't eat a lot of meat on a regular basis anyway, so I don't know that I would miss it, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't really care for steak. You know, chicken is, uh, let's say, whatever. What about turkey? <laughs> yeah, I don't really eat much of that either. I don't. Oh. I don't. I, but I don't eat deli meats anymore. Yeah, no, deli meats, for the most part, are loaded with uh, sodiums. Although I do love boar's head turkey and ham. Yeah. They are outstanding. Especially if it's, like, shaved. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't say I haven't had them. I, the boar's head ham I have had. You have? Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say once a week I probably have a, a ham sandwich. Mm. But that's it. I mean, lunch for me a lot of times, like yesterday, Cheerios with blueberries. 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 That's like lunch. All right. Uh, Jerry, our friend Nicole, who is a big listener and a friend of ours on Twitter, What's she up, says, uh, "She says uh, it depends on who and how it's said, but mostly cringe when men say panties." Right, She's well, not a fan. That's one. No She's one not a fan like, of men well, people saying. Would call up and tell us. Either that, or Mike just hasn't decided to pick up the phone. He's just like, I can't do this anymore. With you these know why? Guys. He was with Boomer. He wasn't in the studio. Uh, and Rob here on Twitter says he's had elk and bison, both delicious. Elk tastes like venison. Well, that sounds well, that's disgusting. That's a baby deer, isn't it? Venison, I think, is just deer. Oh, it's just deer. Yeah, I can't. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that I either. Can't, I can't. I'm not eating Bambi. No. I'm eating. I'm eating cows, chickens, turkeys, salmon's, and tunas. When we that's watched, do you remember the when we were watching those food documentaries? Yes. A few years ago, did you ever? Was that the impetus to you? Kicking the meat for a while? 
Yes. Kicking the meat. <laughs> kicking it old school, Jerry, and kicking the meat right to the that's curb. That's why you stopped, right, after yeah. watching? Yeah. yeah I, I was close. That's but then you get a couple days away from it, and you go, eh, I'm going to have a burger. Right, because the way it's packaged and the way it looks, you don't think yeah. of it as what it is. Exactly. That is very true. How about that? So if you want to follow the Mike Tyson diet, elk, bison. I don't. I, I really am not interested in the Mike Tyson diet. Hey, Jerry, what happened to this fella on the Dallas Cowboys? He's the strength coach. His name is uh, Marcus Paul. Now, you got word yesterday you were supposed to do an interview with um, C.D. Lamb yesterday. C.D. Lamb for your Cowboys radio halftime or pregame program. For pregame. And they canceled everything due to a non-COVID emergency. Yeah, so we saw that in the morning by a bunch of different outlets, and I figured that the interview would be canceled, and it was. Um, so I, there's still not clarity on it other than at one point there was a report he passed away and then yes, I saw that. not long after that, I guess his family clarified, you know, please, we're asking for hopes and prayers. He's in the hospital. He has not passed away. And as of now he hasn't, I think he's still in the hospital. I did not realize he also was with the giants for nine or 10 years. Is that right? Prior Strength to, and think, conditioning. Yeah. I think prior to going to Dallas and he's a, he's a, we're talking about Bruce Springsteen running around at 70, looking like a young man. This guy's 54, and you look at him, he looks like the image of health. So I just hope he's okay. I don't, I have no other details other than what we're reading. Right. And he's a strength and conditioning coach. So you'd think he'd be in great shape. He is in great shape. But this again goes back to what me and you have talked about many times. You could run the Ironman or do the Ironman thing. And then, you know, a week later, something happens. You have no idea what the hell's going on inside you. It's really scary stuff. So. Speaking of that, I have a doctor's visit today. You inspired me, Jerry, Good. to go because you went Who and got goes a physical. To the doctor, the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you are an odd bird, man. <laughs> Why don't you do that? And then we got to take a break. Why don't you do this? You go grab your pies and then go to the doctor. All That's what I was shot. thinking of going. I was going to go doctor, pies, back home. Right, and then the new jump into the ocean for and jump into the uh, for the, the new way, year. I had my pies delivered. Just saying, you did. We did. Yes, yes. Our friends, her daughter plays soccer. The lovely Julia. She was selling pies for Thanksgiving. I forgot I ordered two of them like a month ago. They showed up at the house yesterday. She, she still got pies over there. No, she. I know. No, <laughs> dude. Pay her to come on down. <laughs> you are out. Oh, I don't think she's on. got leftover pies. Sorry. We got to take a break. We'll wrap this thing up in just a minute. It's uh, coming up on six o'clock. Boomer and Geo. Then. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes until we get you to Boomer and Geo, the pre-Thanksgiving edition. Al, what up? There's nothing going on other than the games tomorrow. What else you got? Well, Jerry, you know how um, the Cowboys won that game against the Vikings because uh, Mike McCarthy smashed watermelons in the locker room and pulled a Gallagher move, and it really pumped up the Cowboys? Yes. Uh, Well, Ron Rivera and his Washington football team, they go into Dallas tomorrow, Thanksgiving. He said he's contemplating smashing (laughs) pumpkins in order to fire up his team. I think it'll work. So, not if I, you know why it's not going to work? Because they destroyed the Cowboys last time they played. I expect Dallas to play much, much better tomorrow. They can do whatever they want. Not going to work. You got to like a Cowboy win on Thanksgiving, Jerry. I do, and I'm not Me usually too. confident in them winning. I'm just not. I do yeah. feel like they're going to play well, and I do think they will win tomorrow. And on Thanksgiving, I think they wear those uh, those uniforms, the the white and uh, not every year. They really worn, not every year, but yes, you are right. If you're going to see them, it's Thanksgiving. 
Actually, you know what? I think you're right because they that they need the white helmets for that, and they're not allowed to have white helmets. I'll they're only allowed one helmet. What's interesting is I was going back looking at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know the Panthers destroyed them on Thanksgiving five As years Thanksgiving ago. Thanksgiving oh. to.